Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my video about slot leveling. It's time, I think, to bring slot leveling to the game. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live. I'm usually live when these hit the feeds, so say no to rage.com will bring you right to my Twitch channel. If you're wanting to listen to these as podcasts, you can look for SNTR Presents on all the podcast platforms. And if you're on YouTube, like, share, subscribe, the little bell button, leave in a comment, all that stuff helps me out. So slot leveling is something that came up in a previous video, Q&A session from a community member named Beer Pie. I brought it up on the Rageous Roundtable and then Paul Tassi wrote an article because he liked the idea. He referenced the Rageous Roundtable and he even referenced Beer Pie. So we gave credit where credit was due and a lot of people are like, what is slot leveling? I'm going to tell you what it is first, okay? I'm going to tell you what it is first. Then I'm going to walk through and talk about the game already does this. This is an unnecessary pain point. Infusion, I believe, is an unnecessary pain point. And this is not about casualifying the game. You need to hear me out on this. A lot of people think that I'm trying to casualify the game. I'm trying to remove grind. I'm trying to remove things from the game. That's not what this is about, okay? So what is slot leveling? Okay, presently the game already does a version of slot leveling. You do not have to have your highest level item equipped and the game will consider that slot at that level so right now I don't have any of the gear with me so let me drag something over to show you so if you're listening to the audio version I am going to bring over a 1000 level item I am bringing over the Prometheus lens so I do not even have to have it on my character and it considers my energy slot my energy weapon slot is a thousand the whole game that I'm when I'm leveling when I'm getting drops when I'm getting my milestones or whatever it views my energy slot as if it were a thousand it views your slot as if it were the highest equipable so right now all my weapons are a thousand even though they're not presently here the game views all my weapons as a thousand this is why if you use a program like dim destiny the item manager it will slowly start raising the potential level of your other characters when you can see like how high could they go when you're getting higher level weapons on your hunter your warlock and your titan their potential level goes up because the game detects that level and says oh their level is is fill in the blank and then your drops go up accordingly okay so it is uh isn't slot leveling available when your highest is in the vault I'm fairly certain that if it's in your vault, it still considers it. So it's highest equipable. It already does this. It considers your heavy slot or your energy slot or your kinetic slot. It considers it the highest equipable. So as far as the game is concerned, I have three 1,000 level weapons right now. Okay, That's what slot leveling would do then is it would say, oh, you earned a 1,000 level on energy. Anytime you equip an energy level weapon, an energy weapon, I'm sorry, your energy slot is just a 1,000. I wouldn't have a 960 bug out bag and a 960 martyrs retribution and uh you know and then all these other random ones a 998 outlast and a 988 seventh seraph shotgun every single weapon that you would equip in that slot would just take on the 1000 level and the reason for this is I'm going to make the argumentation in this video why I think this would be better for the game because of a lot of things they've added a lot of the uh, experimentation and things that it seems like they're wanting us to do so my argument is built on the premise that the game already does this it's already inside the game okay it already treats you as if slot leveling is a thing so determining your drops and leveling speed is already adjusted and set on a path in accordance to slot leveling. The game is already sort of built around this idea. You're able to level quicker now, honestly, because of this. There used to be a time you had to equip your highest level stuff before cashing in engrams and stuff. In D1, you always had to kind of remember that. 
Now, if we jump 40 levels every season, then I think leveling needs to be adjusted, and I think Infusion needs to go. I think Infusion needs to get out of the game. It doesn't belong here anymore. They've consolidated everything into an upgrade module. They can just remove that currency from the game. We don't need upgrade modules anymore. Materials, planetary materials, and other things like that can still stay in the game. They can be used for things like masterworking guns. They can be used for leveling and masterworking your armor, because raising the energy of your armor is a regular part of the grind right now. You're constantly using your resources to do that, especially every season if you're changing your armor and wanting to use new slots, new mods, whatever. You're going to be constantly wanting to level things up, especially when you get new weapons. You're going to want to level up at the, you know, and do the masterwork. So, the game is already set up for this. It's primed and ready for slot leveling, and I don't think it's a necessary pain point anymore. That's fundamentally where I'm coming from on this argument. Right now, anytime I run content, I am constantly sort of feeling the blemish and the stain of not everything is at my true level. My true level of my highest level character, my hunter is a thousand and one, okay? And whenever I go to equip gear, I go to run a thousand level legendary lost sector. Maybe I go run a nightfall. Maybe I go run the public event that's 980, okay? And maybe I want to experiment. Maybe there's a bounty that's asking me to use a particular weapon. That's why I'm suddenly using the Outlast. There was a there was a pulse bounty and it was also so there was also a solar bounty so I grabbed my outlast and I infused it up because it was really weak in the in the in the area that I was in it was under level of the enemies and it was it was it was weak it was you know 950 or something so infusion brings literally nothing to the table at this point there's no new grind there's no good grind there's no value point you're not benefiting from infusion being in the game all it's doing is actually hindering and limiting creativity and experimentation most people are going to infuse their their primary loadouts their go-to weapons and this is one of the reasons that i think a lot of people are bored a lot of people don't focus on other weapons they don't care about new weapons or new builds or new things to try we saw that happen with charge with light last season you put a couple of leveling pain points and currency pain points in the way of people experimenting with charge with light and they don't freaking do it they don't mess with it they're like i don't want to do all that it's too painful i believe experimentation with weapons, trying out new things, trying new builds and loadouts, people are less likely to do that when this is the pain point. All you have to do is play the game a little while and you'll see this. Watch people play Trials. It's power enabled. Maybe I could switch my loadout or try something new here. I'll forget it. I don't have any upgrade modules or I don't even have any upgrade fodder. I don't have any weapons or items to upgrade this weapon or you know this this bow or this sniper or whatever from a previous season. So you basically just keep running the same meta, the same weapons because you're like, I don't want to experiment it's going to be too painful i got to get an item to infuse with then i got to make sure i have upgrade modules to do it sometimes i go to run content and i'm like well i need this 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 and this none of it's at the level i'll forget it let's just brute force it so we ignore the champion modifiers we ignore the champions we just try to brute force and use either swords or heavy spam or you know use a robot and you end up going into the content and never really trying anything new. There's a lot of new things you can do this season. The artifact is part of my discussion here. They're constantly rotating the relevant weapons with the champion mods. You can now put a champion mod on the sword. You have champion mods on sidearms, uh, auto rifles, hand cannons, uh, and SMGs. And so you're constantly kind of switching things around and moving things around. But then you feel like you don't want to do that because it's not at the level that you're actually truly at. So the minute you start going into the end game, it just becomes a headache to where you feel like 
oh, I need I need to go grab all these things and all these resources. One of my one of my primary frustrations with this is each season they're adding new stuff to experiment with, and people are almost assuredly being encouraged to go with their tried and true loadout. Just keep running your Wendigo. That's one of my favorite items to use in hard content. Just keep running what you've been running all these seasons. It's easier. You know you like it. You're going to infuse it up. You're just going with your tried and true loadout. I want to end the video by saying this is not about casualifying the game. This is one of my frustrations when this comes up is hardcore players will say you're just trying to casualify the game I'm actually not trying to casualify the game I'm trying to let the game breathe with respect to diversity and new loot let us let us have let us have some freedom here to try out different things and to equip different things as opposed to feeling like I've got to do all these extra things to even to even equip the gear I want to get. I've got to go get upgrade modules from the tower if I don't have any. They do give you a bunch on the up, on the front end of the season pass. You're probably going to use those as you're leveling. Also consider when you finally get to like 990 or 996 and you're wanting to run some of the harder content, you probably don't have enough weapons to infuse right then or armor pieces. You're literally just going to infuse your tried and true loadout. You don't have any loot diversity. You don't have any loot depth. You're like, well, I finally got to 996 six but i can only equip these three weapons i can only do this loadout on my armor i just really don't think it's needed anymore and the big problem and the the big frustration i have in the debate is hardcore players have a really bad habit of defending pain points that they don't feel and they don't benefit from the pain point of infusion is not felt by hardcore players they're destiny rich they buy everything they need from the tower or spider they can glide right over this pain point not only do they not feel the pain point they don't benefit from the pain point there's not some weird material grind or activity grind that you're doing to fuel your ability to infuse at will. You're not. There's nothing in the game that is currently being fueled and, and made better by infusion being in the game. It's it's a non-value point. It's a hurdle. It's an unnecessary hurdle. And when hardcore players argue for it to stay in the game, number one, you don't feel the pain point. It doesn't. It's, it's completely beneath you because you're way too destiny rich. And it does nothing for your gameplay experience. Who is going on a material grind right now? Because that's the fundamental thing... That's the foundational thing you need to buy upgrade modules. Who is going and doing that? Is anybody going around the planets right now and doing a material grind? I highly doubt there's any substantive or quantifiable amount of people in the player base that are even doing this. It is an archaic system that needs to be removed. We don't need upgrade modules. We don't need infusion anymore. Bungie has already tried to make infusion easier. There's a reason for that. There is a reason that they've tried to make infusion easier with the upgrade modules just handing them out like candy because it just... There's no, there is just no reason, there is no reason to continue to require people to do this. It just short circuits their grind, it short circuits their ability to try to experiment, and I end up just running the same weapons and the same loadouts season to season, and if you start sunsetting stuff, and you're always doing a level grind every season, and there's always new stuff to chase, new things to experiment with, we gotta open this up and let the game breathe, let us experiment, slot leveling is the key, if I earn a thousand on my energy, my primary or my heavy, that slot's just a thousand from then on. What about sunsetting? Lono, what would that do to sunsetting? If you have something that's been sunset, it's 960, and the slot's 1,000, you can still equip it, but it would pull the slot down to 960. Things would get capped at a certain level, and they would not be affected by the slot's level. They would be sort of encased in time. Sunsetting would still work in the system. As always, we're going to go to Q&A next. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at sayno.rage.com, and as always, please like, share, and subscribe. 
Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A that followed my video about it's time for slot leveling. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live. I'm almost always live streaming when these hit the feeds, Monday through Friday. Say no to rage.com will bring you right to my Twitch channel. Would love to have you guys continue to join the channel and the conversations and support the stream. If you want to listen to these as podcasts, you can look for SNTR Presents on any podcast platform to find the full episodes. And if you're watching on YouTube, like share subscribe and the bell button is a great way to support me on the youtube channel as well super uh mg with the first question if they go forward with the sunsetting of weapons do you think that the idea of slot leveling wouldn't even come to bungie's mind slot leveling already exists right now okay slot leveling is already a thing it already treats you as if that slot's highest equipable sunsetting is not at odds with slot leveling all slot leveling would do is it would say okay all of your energy weapons are now a thousand okay and if something was sunset at 960 it would be unaffected by that so you could go into your inventory and be like ooh here's my Ikelos shotgun it's 960 and then if you equip it you can still equip it but it would lower the slot to a thousand so essentially slot leveling would apply to everything in that slot until you get to something that's been sunset it would be immune to the slots level it would have its own capped level if that makes sense ghetto vision do you think it could work for the hardcore bounty grinders to retain some of their leveling uh, after a seasonal reset for instance if your level your artifact over 30 to 35 you would have to you would get to keep five for next season I don't think this is a good idea because this ends up you're, you're this this feels like a you're I don't I don't know if it's a, a robbing Peter to pay Paul or if it's a snake eating its tail. I'm not sure which metaphor I want to use. You're just constantly stealing from the next season. Oh wow, you played a bunch. It's like people who say bounties. Oh wow, you played a bunch. Here's a way to bypass grind next season. So you're going to go even one one step further and be like, "Oh man, you really grinded a bunch. Here's a bonus 5 power next season on your artifact to start things off." Meanwhile, somebody who's played that much will probably go into the next season with bounties stacked up ready to cash in also getting automatic levels on their season pass and their artifact I don't think you want to I don't think you want to expedite this anymore I don't think you I don't think you want to add any more to the already existing sort of um, you're you're going into the next season and you're getting things quicker than you're supposed to you're kind of you're kind of robbing the future with the present um, and I think that's a problem I think in general we already do that as it is people are already you know saving up bounties and just flying through absolutely flying through the early grind well it's not even really an early grind um a lot of the people that are getting the you know they're unlocking things on the season pass they're unlocking them sort of unnaturally early and then i think that does lead to you know earlier conclusions about oh there's nothing to do there's nothing to do so i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to make this any worse um what would be a better way to correlate bounties to leveling? Well, I don't think uh, bounties are already the primary source of leveling. I think what they need to do is is that bounties and activities shouldn't be so juxtaposed. I think they're super super juxtaposed right now. Like one is more worth your time than another. I feel like maybe they're testing the waters with it seems XP payout in trials is really good and gets better the further you get on the card. People seem to be indicating they're getting a lot of XP when they play trials. Bungie could be experimenting with the idea that when you go into harder or more aspirational content, the XP payout starts to get really, really good, thus giving people a motivation to not live in a freaking lost sector all day. 
I would love right now to be able to grind an activity for good XP because I want to get to level 92 on my season pass. But I just got so frustrated this morning. I, I got really, really flustered and aggravated. I was working on bounties in a bunker and I just, I kept having to switch my weapons to deal with the champions. I was trying to switch my weapons to do the bounties. And I was like, I am so sick of going into my menu for such a small amount of content. And people are like, well, you don't have to focus on bounties while you're doing the bunker. Well, I want to. I would rather do the relevant content to the season, the bunker, the legendary lost sector, um, even the public event, and be working on bounties while I'm doing that, rather than doing what I do right now, which is the easiest thing to do. I went to a lost sector by myself on either the moon or Nessus or one of my favorite spots, and I got the bounties done super, super quick. So it's like, everything's really disjointed right now. I, I I said it this morning when I got frustrated and went on a rant, I was like, the systems are in conflict with each other. I think Bungie really needs to focus on for the summer. You need to assign a bounty task force and their job should be to make bounties suck a whole lot less because they suck right now. The Vanguard bounties never match the burn of the, of the, of the strikes. The gunsmith bounties never match the flashpoint. And then the bounties from the bunkers, they don't, they're not synergized with legendary lost sectors or the bunker or, you know, clearing the bunker. That's a daily thing or the, or the public event. The weeklies are like oh, do the do the legendary lost sector three times, do this one four times. Like sure, everything else is just it's. I don't want to. It's so frustrating. There is nothing worse than I end. What's the weekly one for the public? The public one is it three? Open the chest three times or four times? I can't remember. I think legendary lost sectors is open the chest three times, and then the public event weekly is run the public event and open the chest four times. There is nothing worse than finishing that weekly bounty. It's a weekly bounty. I complete the public event four times, and none of my other bounties are done. Why? Because they're not synergized with the public event. I'm literally grabbing bounties from the bunker. And I'm the, the things they're asking me to do, get pulse rifle kills? Frick you. Pulse rifles aren't even relevant right now. What? You know? Get grenade kills? Oh, come on. Like, I'm not focusing on that. I'm focusing on killing the ads and throwing the balls. Like, why not have it tied to the event? Throw so many of the balls at the thing. Defend so many of the tower locations. Kill so many mini-bosses. Make the bounty again. Make the bounties suck less. I'm not asking. People ask for dungeons and raids and elaborately new systems of perks and amazing weapons every season. I'm not asking for that. I'm asking you to make the bounties suck less because they suck right now. I should be able to grab those weeklies, and after I do three legendary lost sectors and four of the public events, almost all of my dailies and repeatables should be done. They should just be done. They should just kind of finish themselves. I I can finish weeklies faster than I can finish dailies and repeatables because they're not synergized. You've got to synergize them. If I grab weeklies, dailies, and repeatables from the Vanguard and I go run strikes, when I'm done with the two weeklies, everything else should just be kind of done again. Like, get 150 fallen kills. Frick you! There's one fallen strike! Get 150 art kills. The burn is void. What are you doing? Like, we need a bounty task force. Their job should be to come over every bounty and make them all not be terrible. Like, that should be their their job. Now, listen, Bungie listened to this on the obelisks. So I know they can do this. That's why I don't feel like I'm asking for too much. During Season of Dawn, they went in and they adjusted the weekly obelisk bounties. They went and adjusted them because people were like, really? 150 bow critical kills on Cabal? Could you get more specific? 
like you know so to me to me that would be my first call to action on the uh on the bounties pulse rifles are very good on console no 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 pulse rifles are fine pulse rifles are not relevant right now if i go into content like a bunker or a legendary law sector or the public event or or nightfalls and there are champions around pulse rifles are not relevant right now you don't really want to hide you don't really want to run a pulse rifle they can't run anti-barrier overload or unstoppable that's another thing i would do if i was bungie what's the artifact mod focusing on right now sidearms hand cannons smgs and auto rifles those four weapons should be the only primary weapons that show up on bounties right now and then maybe any heavy weapon ones that show up should always be a sword because those that's the sword is getting focused on the artifact mod if you're going to limit the weapons that are relevant to the content that season to those weapons those are the champion mods those are the ones that can run them then the bounties should also be limited as well I was in co- I was in a piece of content there was an anti-barrier captain I had already switched my hand cannon to get the unstoppable ogre I'm sorry it was a knight and then I'm like okay so I'm also supposed to now switch from the pulse rifle I was working on the pulse rifle and solar kills at the same time with the, with the with the, the pulse rifle I just showed you I was working on that and then I'm also now supposed to now I'm supposed to take this off and get an SMG out and throw or a sidearm and throw anti-barrier on I'm just, what I said this morning is I'm sick of going into my menu for two to three minutes and the content's two to three minutes. A legendary lost sector or a bunker or even the public event, I'm in the menu swapping mods more than I'm, it's it's just, it's so disruptive. Oh, here comes a champion. I'm not ready. Hang on. I got to go into my menu. Oh, shoot. My SMG's on my other character. Let me drag that over with Dim. Okay, it's here now. Okay, wait, I have the wrong mod on it. I have to switch the mod. It's just, it. all of it needs to be synergized. I said, I've said multiple times this morning, I got fired up, I got agitated, I got critical, but I said, I ultimately think they've created really, really good systems and ideas, but they need to, they need to tighten up the nuts and the bolts significantly. We need so many quality of life passes on this stuff because people are like, I'm sick of bounties. It's not bounties that are the problem. It's that they're so disruptive. They're at, they're in friction and at odds with everything else in the game. You should be able to be like, yay, let me go grab my bunkers, man. Sweet. Weekly, daily, repeatables. All right, cool. Uh, let me run my three legendary lost sectors and my four public events. And when you're done with that, you should be done with that character if that's all he's doing is the bunker grind. You should be able to move to the next character. Because by the time you've done all that, that's a, that's a pretty significant amount of time. All that stuff should just be done. It should just be synergized. It's like when you finish your strikes. You finish your strike milestone. And the strike weeklies all have like the three strike requirement, right? You finish your strike milestone, your weeklies, and you look at them and you're like, oh wait, I only got like 20 art kills because I was using void weapons because it's void burn. Oh, I only got 10 fallen. I need 150 fallen. There's only one fallen. You know what I'm saying? You finish and you're like, oh. And then the best way to get them done is just so disruptive. Like, go to a lost sector or go load up your own nightfall and go to a lost sector or do what I did earlier. I threw myself into a hive strike and I went running for a lost sector that would have fall- or a public event that would have a fallen boss because I had these bounties that were kind of in conflict with each other. Now, I'm not saying every bounty... I'm not saying you should be able to get nine bounties done in one strike or in one mission. I'm not saying that. That's too extreme. I am saying, though... Everything should be more harmonious and more synergized, and bounties would feel way less tedious. Uh, Tylen uh, says, 
Why do you think Bungie didn't add Vanguard, Gambit, and Crucible, Pinnacle, Ritual weapons this season? They said it was because they created all the weapons for Trials. We got the same amount of weapons this season as last. They can only conceivably make so much stuff every season. Gloom with no doom. Do you think that a system similar to that of Heroic Sundial, where you pick your pinnacle drop, is Bungie's easiest solution for slot leveling? I figure they did this in the last season. I, I think people are really, really misunderstanding slot leveling. I made it, um, I made it very. I, I think I made it pretty clear um, what what I uh, what I wanted it to be. Slot leveling has nothing to do with needing to pick your pinnacle drops. Slot leveling would still require you to get. Like, oh man, I don't have my my boot slot is nine nine five, and if I can get a boot drop at a thousand, it'll raise that slot to a thousand. The leveling wouldn't change. Slot leveling would just allow you to be like, as soon as that slot hits a thousand, all those items level up. It's basically the removal the removal of infusion, right? It would be. It would, it, would, it would not require you to have to constantly go in and infuse every little item any, anymore. It wouldn't require that. You'd be able to get around it. It wouldn't, it, wouldn't actually change, it wouldn't actually change what you're doing. You would still be like, oh man, I need boots. And then they drop and raise that slot's level. Modern Profit. Off topic, but I watched your video on raid loot and it really got me thinking about how unrewarding raids really are. Even getting cores are rare. Do you think that we should be getting endgame mats from raids? Well, that was asked in the Q&A, so you might not have gotten to the Q&A yet. Somebody actually asked this yesterday in the Q&A. And I, I essentially said that you got to be careful. Because presently, I think raids are significantly easier than the high-level nightfalls that drop endgame mats. And so if you started to let us... If you did my idea and you let us rerun raids, right? If you let us rerun raids, then you would undercut the grind of nightfalls. Like, I think nightfalls need retooled from the bottom to the top. I think stacking 12 negative modifiers on Grandmaster is absurd. I think we need a mixture of negative and positive modifiers. I think they have completely overswung on modifiers. Set that aside for a moment. If I'm going to be going into... A, a, an area that is that challenging for those endgame mats, you don't want to you don't want to unseat that grind for endgame materials by being like, oh, you can run as many raids as you want. Raids are way easier uh, than the, than the nightfalls. Instant backfilling, so you can auto dismantle on blues. Well, wouldn't he be instant backfilling coordinator? You'd be like, oh, sweet, I don't need infusion fodder. All my boots are a thousand now, right? Like, right now, you clutter up your inventory. You're like, well, I better save these thousand-level boots because I might want to infuse a different pair of boots because I might try a different loadout. Like, think about it. I didn't even go into detail about this. There is so much diversity now in your build. You have to change your boots, your arms, your helmet, whatever, if you're changing to a different loadout because you're going to want to complement that loadout and those weapons with all of the cool mod selection that you have on armor. And armor affinity is going to have you moving stuff around. And you'd be like, oh, shoot. Now I've, I, I got to save this blue to infuse. You'd still be hanging on to stuff, but it'd be stuff with great rolls and the proper slots. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't be like, oh, I better hold on to these thousand level boots. I might want to change my loadout later. And I only have one pair of legendary boots at a thousand. And these, I, I might want to go to avoid, avoid affinity on my boots. And right now I have a solar affinity. So the affinity on armor, the different mod combinations you can come up with, the different weapons you might want to experiment with. Infusion is just so archaic. It's at odds with with, it's again, it's another system in conflict. You have all these new systems and all these new things you can
can do with your build and the infusion system is 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 at odds with this new system of freedom and this new system of experimentation it all gets kind of short-circuited by oh i better have upgrade modules and lots of planetary materials or i can't experiment with anything darth jader that's creative i like that instead of darth vader you just put the letter j uh demented dat datum with six months thank you that's a purple badge thanks for half a year of support Uh, Darth Jader. I never started a warlock. If I start one now, does it start at 750? No, yeah, it starts at 750. Any, you, you can't even get whites and greens to drop in this game anymore. It's not possible. You start at 750 and everything's dropping as a blue or a legendary. Whites and greens, like, aren't even a thing. So. Slayer. If I had to choose one, slot leveling, like we have been discussing, to remedy overall infusion costs, or smart RNG system that always targets our lowest slot to take away the leveling pain point. Oh, if I had to choose one. Um. Oh, man. I don't know. This is a tough choice. I would probably go with slot leveling because bad RNG bad RNG is eventually just goes away. Slot leveling's always around to help me. Like, eventually, eventually you you level up, right? Eventually you overcome the bad RNG. The artifact is there to kind of cushion the blow. And eventually you level up. Slot leveling benefits you all the time. Smart RNG would benefit you, but then once you're max level, smart RNG's not doing jack squat for you. Slot leveling always helps me, you know? Like, think about it. Slot leveling means that when you hit a thousand and a certain strike modifier combination pops up or something's happening with the legendary lost sectors or or somebody says, hey, this build's really fun in such and such content and you're like, ooh, I want to try that. You're not suddenly facing down the barrel of like, okay, let me pull it out of collections or let me pull it out of my vault. Well, I'm going to want to infuse it because it's a 940 or a 9 whatever and it's not going to be high enough power to you know engage at the thousand level or the thousand thirty or whatever you're running. So I need to infuse everything up. Oh, now that I'm running these guns, all my armor's wrong. I need to switch to other armor with other affinities. None of these armors with these other affinities are leveled up. I need to infuse all of these as well. Hopefully I saved a bunch of blue armor pieces to infuse these pieces of armor up because now I'm running a machine gun instead of running a grenade launcher. Now I'm running, you know, a shotgun instead of running a sniper rifle. Like, it... it all of the things that it the, the steps that requires you to change your loadout and continue to enjoy the value points they've added right the champion mods the new things you can do with the champion mods the mods on your armor all those things that are there for you to enjoy they've added all these like extra steps before you can enjoy them so what do people do they ignore it that's what happened with that's what happened with all the charge with light builds, right? Charge with light builds drop in the game, they're cool, they're powerful, they're influential, and the road to get there was too painful, so nobody messed with charge with light. Infusion's basically an unnecessary middleman, precisely. 10 months from speed, I'm sorry, 10 gifted subs from Speed Racer. Dude, you are so kind. You're always gifting subs, man. Thank you so much for doing that. Speed Racer taking the number 3 spot. Uh, for gifted subs, man. 10 gifted subs. Very, very generous. Check the chat, guys. You might have gotten gifted a sub. You get above 45 emotes and no ads whenever you're here. New Ford Order. What's charged with light? Oh, I rest my case. New Ford Order. With slot leveling, are you, as you proposed, couldn't players dismantle lower level weapons, then bring them back from collections to increase their level rather than use an infused token? It, slot leveling would not require you to even do that. Slot leveling would literally be this. Okay, let me go. 
let me go to dim right now all right and i just showed you a moment ago that right now as far as the game is concerned because i have a thousand level prometheus lens my energy slot's a thousand as far as the game is concerned my energy slot is a thousand if it's gonna if it's when it's dropping me loot in this game it the game is viewing me as if slot leveling is a thing okay so let me go over here to dim and i'm like you know what it would be really really nice to have my zenith of your kind shotgun right now it's got void on it and it's a shotgun i was running garden of salvation or maybe not garden of salvation maybe run something that's that's higher power maybe i go into the uh, a, a nightfall or legendary lost sector where everything's a thousand okay and I, for whatever reason, I've determined that I want to run the Zenith of, your, Zenith of Your Kind shotgun. It's in my vault at 750. I would pull it over, it would land in the energy slot, and it would just be 1,000. It'd be like, yeah, your slot's 1,000. You earned 1,000 on that slot. You grinded your level. You did your milestones. You got prime engrams. As far as the game is concerned, Lono, your energy weapon slot is 1,000. The leveling system already treats you this way. So why not just come full circle on it, you know? You pull something out of the vault, slap it in, boom. What about sunsetting? No worries. If something gets sunset at 960 and I come in and try to equip it in the 1,000 slot level, it lets me do it and it pulls the slot down to 960. It's immune. It's immune to the slot level beyond 960. Imagine how much easier it would be to try different stuff. So many guns would get more use. You'd be pulling, you would be pulling out so many weapons and trying stuff. Like, what if Paul Tassie's right and the next, in the next bunker lets us create Warmind cells from void damage or something like that? You'd start running, maybe you'd try Graviton Lance. Maybe you want to pull that out. Maybe you want to experiment with the, the solar explosions from the Oxygen Scout rifle because Wrath of Rasputin lets you create Warmind cells from solar explosion kills. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, we, Part of the problem is, the reason this is rearing its head right now, is Bungie's created really, really good variety. There's so many different ways to play and spec yourself out right now. Do you remember when I was running Sundial with endless sword ammo or endless machine gun ammo? Remember how fun that was? Do you remember how many things I had to move around and change in order to do that? My mods, my affinity, had to wear the right armor. Imagine if Legendary Sundial would have been like a really worthwhile grind and or or imagine that sundial would have been like end game level content like a legendary lost sectors at a thousand okay that would have more than likely limited me doing that i'm like no i'll just keep running what i'm running because i don't want to infuse all these random pieces of armor i don't want to i don't want to I don't want to I don't want to do that. I don't want to put all these random uh, guns and infuse all these random guns up. I don't want to do all that. I might not like this build. Well, why would you have to? Because when you go into an you know power enabled environments, you have to raise the level of the weapons. You can't leave them. You can't leave them under level. They'll do less damage and then you can't really experiment with the build anyway. Next question from not giving with Bungie wanting to sunset weapons, wouldn't they have to keep weapons leveling to implement it? No, I already explained how this works. Sorry about the name, BB. You're good. I just won't read it. <laughs> Love you. Uh, Destiny Plays. How would this work, uh, though? Because Bungie said that they are getting rid of infusion for sunsetting weapons. Would this go up against it? I thought that... Hang on a second. How would this work, though? Because Bungie said that they are getting rid of infusion for sunsetting weapons. They never said this. They never said this. Um... They never said they're getting rid of infusion. The idea would be that you would no longer be able to infuse that item any longer. 
right? You'd no longer be able to infuse that item. I've already explained how that would work. Like, your item would just be capped, right? All your energy weapons, like right now, if slot leveling was a thing, and they were sunsetting, okay? Let's say they're sunsetting next season, and I get to 1,010. All my slots are 1,010. And next season, it goes up to 1,050. So it's another 40 bump. Well, let's say that Bungie sunsets my, um, let's say they sunset something. It had to be something that's old. I'm trying to think. I don't know if I have anything that's old here. We'll, yeah, here we go. Swarm of the Raven. That's old. Okay. Swarm of the Raven would be in my inventory as 1,010. The game essentially raised it to 1,010 when the slot hit 1,010. During that season, I would raise my powerful slot to 1,050. Swarm of the Raven would stay at 1,010. It would be unaffected by slot leveling. It's hit its cap. It's been sunset. I can still equip it. I can still use it. Whenever I equip it, it pulls that slot's level down to the 1,010 because the Swarm of the Raven has been capped. It's been... It's been, it's, it's now, it is now immune to slot leveling. It has hit its peak. It's done. It has been sunset. And when you go into non-power enabled environments, strikes, public events, lost sectors, adventures, it would be just fine. But if you go into a power enabled environment, you'd be like, well, it's too low. It's not doing good damage. <clears throat> Did I say swarm of the raisin? That's probably a better name for it. Cause it is void damage. Heavy. With the coming weapon retirement, should Bungie drastically improve the drop rates of weapons on the bubble of being irrelevant, reckoning in Black Armory random drops? This is actually really good feedback. I I don't know if they're going to do this, but I would love to have a whole lot more uh, intention toward getting a... I really, really want to try to get a spare rations, and there's just no good intentional grind for it. And I can only take so much of reckoning. And it's going to be a bummer to see items get sunset that had terrible drop rates and terrible farms. Next question from Renown. But slot leveling, will it be account-based or character-based? Here's the thing. Now I can answer the question that I had a little bit ago with more specificity. Somebody asked me, would you want smart RNG or slot leveling? Slot leveling really mitigates the need for smart RNG. Why? Because slot leveling speeds up leveling. You take all your weapons over, they're all a thousand. So any weapon I take over to my other characters, it just raises them. It already does this, by the way, and it boomerangs those characters up. So slot leveling would really, really increase. Well, I guess, no, it's already doing slot leveling. That's not right. We already level that way now. So smart RNG wouldn't really need, it wouldn't, the, slot leveling wouldn't change the speed of leveling we already level at the speed at we are we're already leveling as if slot leveling is a thing sorry i got confused there i was thinking it would speed it up because it would boomerang but we already do that now you play one character you exhaust all the powerful sources all the sources for leveling and then you hand off the weapons and it raises your warlock because you were playing on your titan we already do that now it wouldn't do any it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt anything clap for you Lono, what would the materials be needed for then? Uh, I'm for the system though. Well, look here. Look here. Anytime you want to level up uh, a piece of gear, okay? So I want to, let's say I want to raise the energy of Severance Enclosure. It's only energy level two. I need Glimmer and Legendary Shards. And then I need Enhancement Prisms and Ascendant Shards. And purchasing Enhancement Prisms and Ascendant Shards costs planetary materials. 
Like, those materials already have their own economy that they're attached to. They don't need to be attached to infusion. Uh, Deckard. When you hit 1010, you still need to complete milestones to get infusion fodder. Do you think Bungie would want to keep that aspect of the grind? This is good feedback, but I'm going to push back and say that that's not a good enough reason to keep infusion. That seems like a pretty weak reason to keep infusion. I would say and I've said this for a long time, that when you hit max level, not 1,010, because that's pinnacle, when I hit 1,000, I think the whole game should change. I think the milestone system should completely change at that point. Uh, milestone should convert to daily targeted items. Daily targeted items. Oh, you're trying to get a dire promise? Okay, well, every day... Um, now that, cause now you're max level, you don't need weekly milestones. Every day you get a daily targeted item reset on all those activities. So if you go run three strikes, the dire promise is going to drop. And then the next day, the dire promise is in the crucible instead. So every day, those challenges that you use to level when you hit a thousand, boom, they all convert to targeted, targeted items. And every day it rotates. Yo, 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 the Dire Promise is in, is, 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 in, uh, is in the Strike playlist. Oh, it's one of the faster ones. I'm going to get three Dire Promises right now, one on each of my characters. You run nine strikes. Next day, it's in Crucible. You're like, oh, it takes a little bit longer, but I really want to try and get a good Dire Promise. Like, at, like they did this in Shadowkeep. When you hit max, no, 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 no. It wasn't max level. It was when you hit 900, all of a sudden, the whole game changed. All of a sudden, the whole game changed. All of a sudden, there were milestones everywhere. When you hit 950 that season, the same thing should have happened. Same thing should have happened. The whole system changes. You don't need milestones anymore. You're done leveling. You get to enjoy target farming these items that update every day. All these world drop items they bring back every season suddenly make a whole they, that suddenly they matter a whole lot more. Old fashioned Uriel's gift, last hope, dire promise, the inter, the interference. All these items are suddenly worth a whole lot more capital because you created a system where man, this slot leveling is great. I get leveled up. I don't have to keep a bunch of infusion fodder crap. I'm trying out a bunch of different builds. Since I'm trying out a bunch of different builds, there's a lot of weapons I want to try out. I'm gonna go try and get that ID. I'm gonna go try and get that gun over there. I think that would be I think that would be a much better system. Cause right now you get to max level and milestones are just that. Well, I gotta fill my I gotta get some fodder. I gotta get infusion fodder, man. Oh, that's a freaking snooze fest. So the the method by which I get loot diversity in the end game is rerunning milestones to get powerful drops I don't need. They're literally infusion fodder. That's awful. Instead of saying, yeah, you're max level. Yeah, you're done leveling. Congratulations. Now you get to enjoy daily target farms. <laughs> That's, that would be awesome. And that would really make people think, and, and this would be another reason to make leveling go a little bit faster. I do think leveling should go a little bit faster. Because then a more casual player would be like, oh man, I hit max level. That was a lot easier than it used to be. Yeah, they really streamlined it. It's not really meant to be a hardcore grind anymore. But now... You can go run strikes or crucible, and every day there's a new item that's going to be featured as a drop from that activity. You know, like I, I don't know. I got that idea from Division. They do the daily, they do the daily target farm in Division, and I think that's a freaking brilliant idea. And I think that'd be a great way to convert milestones. You know, I think it'd be a great way to convert milestones. Because 
I want to feel a sense of change in the game when I have kind of finished leveling. And right now, that doesn't happen. It, it, this is what's happening. You hit max level, and then you have to earn the right to have weapon and loadout diversity. How backwards is that? What do you mean I have to go grind for all this stuff for infusion fodder? I don't want to do that. I'm max level. That's my reward for being max level? Congratulations, you hit max level. Now you gotta run all this stuff if you wanna have any semblance of loot diversity. You wanna try some different loadouts in Legendary Lost Sectors, Nightfalls, and Trials of Osiris, or Iron Banner? These are all power-enabled environments. Yeah, you're gonna have to go and run all these milestones for infusion fodder. Wait, what? That is it. No, when you level up, almost every time you play a game like this and you get to max level or you beat the campaign the first time, what happens? They're like, oh, now the real grind begins. Now you can really enjoy the game. Um, my bounty was not met. Are you freaking serious? I have to stay in just chatting to satisfy that bounty? You gotta be... Come on, guys. Your bounty's... Oh, I gotta take sponsored out of the title. That's really freaking lame. It didn't count it because it, I guess it wanted me to stay in just just chatting. But the bounty stipulated I could play whatever game I wanted, so it didn't work. Awesome. Um, the real grind begins doing the same stuff that you were just doing, right? But spooky dub. Every game that does this does that, homie. Every single game does that. You you replay... Hang on, let me get my... I got the questions unblocked. Every game does that. You replay Borderlands. You replay Diablo, right? And then you get better loot. You get newer stuff, better perks, newer cool stuff. Like, wouldn't you rather do that, though? Wouldn't you rather say, Oh, man, I'm in the actual endgame grind now. I'm targeting cool guns instead of... Well... Uh, hopefully I get a pair of boots because I really want to try this different build and if I want to try this different build I I need a pair of arc boots leveled up to a thousand and then that'll let me try out this different build and then you don't get boots you're like well now you could settle obviously if a pair of boots drop at like 998 you could could infuse them up to 998 but again that just feels like such a, a crappy crescendo to being max level congratulations you're max level Oh, you want loot diversity on your boots? There's three different affinities. You're going to need three different boots at level 1,000. <laughs> Bad RNG, you can't get them? Oh, no worries. You can infuse it with a blue that drops at 998, two levels below your level. What? It, it's such a crappy crescendo. It's like, I'm max level. I should just be max level. Why would you even get drops that are lower than your max level? Well, that's another thing, too. Like, in the interim, if I never get my way, okay? If I never get my way, when I hit a 1,000, everything that drops should be a 1,000. I don't care if it's a blue from a public event chest or a legendary from a lost sector. I'm max level. It should just drop it by... I'm a 1,000. Why are you giving me a 998? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Devrim explains Destiny level. Caught me mid-cup here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, outsanity. Do you think with sunsetting, Bungie will innovate on weapon builds, rolls, ETC, or my fear, new weapons will only look only uh, by only looks only and act still, but still act like the soon-to-be weapons of the same old rolls? Here's the thing. People asking this question, 
I'm genuinely curious if you think that Luke Smith just sort of lied to us. That's always always my question. He wrote a director's cut where he said, it's our vision and our hope that in doing this, we would create truly more powerful legendaries. They'd be the best in their classification. I I can't imagine him saying that and instituting a system-wide sunsetting system to be like, oh man, we finally sunset the midnight coup. Here you go. The new raid has a hand cannon. You're not going to believe this. It's a lightweight hand cannon. Rampage outlaw. Blowing your mind, aren't we? Oh, man. What do you mean it's the same weapon? Oh, man. Like, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. There's literally no way they're going to be like, man, we just sunset all your weapons. Here's basically a bunch of the same weapons we just sunset. If they're going to do that, which is what they've argued, they, like they've been doing that all this time, all this time they've been doing that. They've been like, Hey, it's a new season. Here's a bunch of new weapons. You're like, Oh, are they stronger than my current weapons? No, they're marginally different. They've been doing that for a couple of years now. They're so they're already what you're fearful of. They're already doing. <laughs> you're scared about them doing it. They're already doing it. So they're already giving you new things to chase. <laughs> and they're not any better than what you have. So Luke Smith comes and says, all right, the solution to this problem is sunsetting. Why? Because it would enable us to make weapons that are truly stronger and better than what you're presently using because there's no fear of power creep because sunsetting is an intrinsic antidote to power creep. So we can actually turn the dial up a little bit higher. Why can't you do that now? Because if I turn the dial up to nine, next season I gotta turn it up to ten. Next season I've gotta turn it up to eleven. Next season I've gotta turn it up to twelve. Oh, my wrist is breaking. Now, no, no, no. Yeah, we can turn end game loop all the way up to ten. Ooh, isn't that gonna be a little bit too strong? No, 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 no. We can we can take it up to ten. How are we gonna make stuff better than that? Well, it's real simple. In a year, it, it won't be end game viable. So anything that's replacing it a, a year later can be stronger or better because it can be either relevant to the end game with intrinsic perks really really strong because they've added new you know new perks new saucy synergies new, new saucy synergies between the perks just because he said something doesn't mean it'll get delivered they said we'd have an evolving world that ended up as one public event that goes away at the end of the season we are getting an evolving world what the frick are you talking about we rescued saint 14 he's standing in the dadgum tower he's the new announcer for trials of osiris that's an evolving world we changed the world like th- more than likely the edz and these places where the bunkers are are going to change because we're doing stuff for rasputin the world is evolving and changing we're having more impact over the world of destiny than we ever did in destiny one Things are changing because of what we're doing. I mean, if in your mind you thought evolving world meant like the worlds in the in the spaces were all going to change, like, I don't know. I mean, they can only do so much. We don't change the world, we update the world. What do you mean? We did things in the Dreaming City that changed stuff. It, it We did stuff in the Dreaming City that changed the world. It changed the flow of the, of the, of the space. I, we, we are doing things that, the, that makes the world evolve. And listen, you can be cynical all you want. The logic of this discussion on sunsetting is always very basic for me. The impetus for the systemic change is so they can make stronger stuff. In your cynical world, the idea that they would be like, let's do this painful, system-wide, community-upsetting change. Let's do this. It's going to be painful. People are going to get ticked, but let's do it. 
Why are you doing that? Oh, because we want to make so much. We want to make better weapons. Okay. You think they're going to go through all that pain and be like, "What? Were we, why did we do this again to make better weapons?" Oh, forget that. Just give them rampage outlaw. Like I just, I don't. <laughs> I can't see them doing that. The entire impetus for the change is so they can make better stuff. <laughs> they didn't dream up sunsetting just to be mean to you. <laughs> it's so they could do it. I don't doubt their intentions. I doubt their capability. I don't doubt their capability because they made the recluse, because they made Wendigo, because they made Not Forgotten. They have, over the years, made weapons that break outside the bell curve and then they need nerfed. Exotics have done the same thing. All I got to do is point to the touch of malice to show you that Bungie has the capability to make weapons that bust outside the curve and then they got to be nerfed later. Why? Because it's going to break future content. They have the capability of making crazy strong stuff. (laughs) They have the capability of doing it. They've done it and then they almost always have to nerf it because it ends up running away. Yeah, they made Warmind Cells. That's a new really strong thing we get to do. Tele- well, Telesto. <laughs> Freaking Telesto, dude. What a nightmare. Um, oh, gosh. Yet says, oh, Yeti says, uh, how would you envision weapon sunsetting would work? We've already addressed this question. Uh, Bald Man's Rage. If we got slot leveling, do you think that that would invalidate all currencies and resources? No, because those are still attached to raising the energy of armor, and we don't know what they're bringing to weapons. In September, there could be a whole new investment path on weapons that would that could tie in these resources. We don't need upgrade modules. Upgrade modules honestly feel like a punt to get us by. They're kicking the can down the road. I think that that's why they did upgrade modules, to be fair. I think Infusion's gonna leave eventually. I think that's why they did upgrade modules. Think about it. They completely change the way you infuse weapons. Oh, you have to use an upgrade module. Oh, okay. That's kind of weird. And then they get rid of infusion. Guess what they have to do? They just delete that upgrade module currency from the game. Meanwhile, while they while they've done this, right? While they've made this change to upgrade modules, they've also added all these other purposes to those planetary materials. They've, they've taken all of those and said, okay, here we go. These planetary materials, that's what Armor 2.0 is based off of. You raise the energy of the armor with uh, all these currencies that can be purchased with planetary materials. So planetary materials suddenly have another role in the game. Why? Because I believe that Bungie's going to get rid of Infusion. Long term, I think they're going to get rid of it. They're either going to go to slot leveling like I'm talking about... Or maybe, I really think this is the most unlikely, but the artifact could be a slow boiling of the frog and getting us used to the idea of XP leveling. I don't think they're going to do that. I think that's the least likely to go to more traditional XP leveling. And the more you play, your armor and stuff just levels up. Or the more you play, you get like upgrade modules and upgrade modules function completely differently. Oh, your boots are behind? No worries. Grind, 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 get your upgrade module, and then you then you apply the upgrade module to those boots and it raises their level. Individual level increases through currency. I could see them maybe doing that and getting rid of the idea of infusion. I don't know, but I think slot leveling makes the most sense because Bungie literally built it into the background. The background of the game right now treats you as if slot leveling is a thing. The foundational scaffolding is already in place and they unified infusion into one currency then they would just delete that currency upgrade modules have no other purpose well no i guess that's not true you use them to change the affinity of armor so i guess maybe they could stick around for that that kind of makes sense that actually makes even more sense think about it now 
all planetary currency and upgrade modules and enhancement prisms and ascendant shards it's all part of the same system armor want to change your affinity you need an upgrade module you want to you want to raise the level of the of the of the energy of the armor yeah you need ascendant shards you need uh you need enhancement prisms and you can buy those with planetary materials golden 25 says luke already hinted at the fact in the director's cut that infusion's not good for uh the long term yeah yeah planetary mats are only for upgrade modules though don't you use them when you buy the uh, enhancement prisms? I thought you used them to buy enhancement prisms. Am I have I been wrong on that all day? I swore you used them to buy enhancement prisms. I did that just today. Didn't I use enhancement prisms? Didn't I use uh, dustlight shards or something today? Use them for the bunkers as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're attached to the bunker grind. Yeah. I think planetary materials have been continued to give other roles in the game because I think they're going to get rid of infusion. I think they're slowly saying, okay, we're going to siphon the purpose off and all these planetary materials, they're going over here now primarily. Yeah, bunkers too. Fuzz bounce. Assuming sunsetting will begin in September, how do you speculate the timeline of sunsetting will go for vanilla? I think in September they will sunset year one. I think at the winter season they'll sunset year two. No, I don't have any NPCs. I'll have to run over here to Zerberus Vector and run back. That's typically the only way to fix it. Atheist Boy. Do you think that we should have more weapon and armor slots on our characters so we can carry more? I don't think that's a big pain point. Whitlow. Along with this possible slot leveling idea... Do you believe that your smart RNG idea would complement it well? I would take it would take a problem. Um, I would take a problem with a complete smart RNG system. Maybe the smart RNG system would have a good chance to target your lowest. Here's the thing. I don't even need smart RNG to only hit my best upgrade spots. I don't. I, all I needed to do is not hit something that does nothing for me. That's all I needed to do. That's it. Yeah, you have to use planetary materials to buy enhancement prisms, um, upgrade modules, and and ascendant shards too. So yeah, that I believe planetary materials have had their currency; bi- they've been multi-purpose, and I think there's there's a lot of intention behind that. Um, as long as smart RNG doesn't avoid, uh, like this is this is why I think smart RNG on drops is so needed. Okay. I just, I just want you to think about how dumb this is. Okay. You're trying to level. Okay. Welcome to Destiny. You're trying to level. Come play five games of Crucible. Oh, sweet. Okay. I'm going to get a powerful drop. And they give you a powerful drop that by definition is not a powerful drop. If it hits the wrong slot, you end up with something. I ended up with it, it, uh, hit, it hitting the wrong slots and it was too light below. I would have really, really great light level on my on my my gloves, my gauntlets, and I would get a gauntlet drop. And so my gauntlets were nine nine six, and I would get a nine nine four. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? That's what smart RNG should prevent. I don't need smart RNG to calculate and be like, okay, nine nine four. His absolute lowest item is his class item. It'll be a plus six on his class item. No, it could be a plus two. It could be a plus three, a plus one, as long as it's something. Maybe it should avoid zeros and ones. It should avoid anything that's a lateral, like, oh yeah, it's a, it matches. 
You need you have a nine nine six. Here's another nine nine six. Again, these are prime engrams and powerful rewards. Should not be doing this. They should not end up matching. Here's another nine nine six, and I think maybe plus one should be avoided. Why? Because a pinnacle is at least a plus two for frick's sake. Like, come on. Like, so a plus one just shouldn't happen. At the very least, smart RNG should say, "Here's your crucible milestone reward. It's a pair of." boots and you're like sweet it's at least a plus two if it would have hit my mark it would have been a little bit better it would have been a plus four but i'll take a plus two a plus two is better than nothing which is what you can literally get right now you can have i had four prime engrams in a row target my highest that just shouldn't happen (laughs) it just shouldn't happen ecow how does slot leveling work with retiring weapons? If we have less gear to infuse with weapons retiring, is that much of a pain point? How does slot, hang on, how does slot leveling, oh wait, I already addressed the retiring weapons with slot leveling. What is the one thing that Bungie has done that made you the most upset that is a negative to the community? Um, the thing that, I, the thing that they've done that's made me the most upset? Oh man. I don't know. Like I get upset in the moment that I usually calm down. I would say the thing I find the most irritating is the way they've treated raids. I think that they've really mistreated their best content. The loot sucks and the revive timer's terrible. Um the double primary's gone though. I think the way they've treated raids has frustrated me the most. The loot's just not it's just not good enough. It's basic and I think the revive timer's terrible. They took my favorite activity in Destiny and they made it like my least favorite thing to do. Um, I don't know. I got like a, a, a millisecond of a thrill the other day, uh, yesterday playing Garden. Somebody died and we knew that his plate was going to be overrun and I ran over and I killed everything. I mean, I just clutched it up. I used my tractor cannon. I used my tether. I used worm husk to survive because I got pretty hurt. Okay. And then we revived him and we were good. That was probably one of the only times in Destiny 2's history I felt like it was like, oh, that was pretty intense clutch. And that was like a Tuesday morning in Wrath of the Machine for me. That's 15 minutes of Wrath and I'm doing something like that. You know? Oh, and he didn't even die. That's right. Pouring rain disconnected. That's how you have to create clutch moments in Destiny. He got beavered. And so there was no revive timer. I just ran over and clutched it up. You know? I swear Lono is just running running it in at this point. I got three powerful drops yesterday and they were all boots. <laughs> oh, rubbing it in. I was like, what are you trying to say? Running it in. It's an expression I've never heard before. Yeah, I mean, that was a Tuesday morning, man. We'd be like halfway through a fight in Wrath and I'd be clutching something. You know? I don't know. As far as the thing that I believe has aggravated me the most or upset me the most, it has been the way they've treated raids. I think raids in Destiny 2 are a giant, beautiful disappointment. They're amazing. The set pieces are awesome. The mechanics, the fights, the aesthetics, the way the guns look, the way the armor looks. I don't like the Leviathan armor, but the guns are awesome. They have done an incredible job. They're these big, beautiful, giant disappointments. 
you know they're like immaculate paintings of your disappointing uncle you're like man that is so lifelike and so realistic but why the frick did you paint uncle ted like you know what i mean (laughs) it's like man these raids are immaculate they're so incredible but why why is there a revive timer why are there no clutch low man opportunities why is the loot so disappointing (laughs) you know it's just they are raids went from being the crown jewel of pve to being like a huh what why are the guns this plain? Why can't we get low man? Why do you kill the whole team? Why can't we clutch up low man? I don't know. That would be that would probably be the thing that's disappointing me the most. They went from being the crown jewel to like they've just fallen all the way down the stairs. I just think raids in Destiny 2. And if I was a raid, if I was on the raid team, I'd be I would be severely irritated. They build incredible raids and then they just com- they get completely hamstrung by a revive timer that I think completely grates against what made raids in Destiny 1 so fun and exciting. And then the loot, the loot just constraints they have to operate under makes it like if you were on the raid team, wouldn't you want people going in there for weeks and weeks and months and not and like, I got to get it. I got to get it. I'm not done. I'm not done. Instead, people play it for like a couple weeks and they're like, yeah, this is boring. I'm not, there's no loot excitement. There's no fate bringer moments. There's no Vex class moments. I mean, there's 1k voices in anarchy, but those things have such a terrible drop rate. They become a point of annoyance more than celebration. Iron Zilver. Would a hybrid of D1 and D2 item masterworking potentially help with the material grind? I mean, you level up the armor and the weapons by gaining experience and then using existing materials. Yeah, I, I kind of, I, I hinted at something like this a little bit ago when I said, what's the most likely thing? Um, I, I could see, I could see them doing something like that where they would be like, hey, you know, you've leveled up, but you've done this and this enough. Here's a bunch of stuff that you can use to individually level items and stuff, you know? I think that I think that would be a good system. I think that'd be a good system. Spartan, I'm not really sure if you're talking to me. I You've been following me since April of last year. You should be pretty familiar about what I'm doing right now. This is a Q&A segment I do. Millerman619, on slot leveling, should they also just allow champion mods to be tied to slots, either locked or of your choice? I think this eliminates pain point and switching constantly. So on slot leveling, should they just allow champion mods to be tied to slots? Okay. Yeah, I'll be playing with Pure Chill in a little bit. Here's the thing, okay? Here's the thing. I came up with it. We came up with this this morning. I would prefer it work like this. If I go to the artifact, okay, and I'm like, hey, I unlocked Unstoppable Hand Cannon mod. Instead of it being the Unstoppable Hand Cannon mod, it should be Unstoppable Hand Cannons. So anytime I'm running a hand cannon, it just has Unstoppable, okay? But Lono, you can run multiples. What about Unstoppable and Overload? Okay. Maybe let me toggle it. So once it's unlocked... It's, it, it starts out as unstoppable. I can select the primary and the secondary. So whenever I first land into the activity, unstoppable is the primary and I can switch it to uh, overload. And then we bring in Paul Tassi's idea where I can toggle between unstoppable and overload. How? You just hold down X like you do on the hard light. I hold down X. Okay, cool. Now it's overload. 
So I don't have to go to the hand cannon and do anything. I just have to equip a hand cannon. That's all I have to do. The, the artifact is just adding it to all hand cannons. Same thing with these. Like, Because right now you're like, oh shoot, hang on, let me switch my weapon. Oh shoot, I gotta switch the mod. Oh, I'll... The weapon I really like to use is on my other character. Dang it, I got Unstoppable on a really good Dire Promise. Hang on a minute, let me grab that. Like, it's so... It's, again, it's a great idea that needs tightened up. Instead of saying, oh, you unlocked an Unstoppable mod, be like, no, you unlocked Unstoppable hand cannons. All your hand cannons can have... They just have Unstoppable now. It's just on there. You don't have to take off your, your mods. You didn't have to do any of that. You just get it. Then you could go back to using, yeah, minor spec, backup mag. Like, think about it. You're tra- think about how frustrating that is. You're having to take off mods that you like running that are marginal in what they give you. Minor spec, major spec, you know, backup mag. You have to take that off for what? Uh, there's like two or three champions in here. But it's so painful to go in and swap it or you're in a nightfall and you can't. You unseat a mod to, like, run something that seems so, so narrow. No, you should just unlock. Again, I love this idea. I love the idea of being like, I need to be aware of what's in front of me, and I have ways to mitigate that pain. There's an unstoppable champion in front of me. Hang on a minute. I hold down X. My hand cannon switches on unstoppable. I step in the lane. Boom. I stun him. No problem. Go to the next room. Oh, shoot. There's an overload in here. I hold down X. Okay. My hand cannon is now overload. Uh, Bam, bam, bam. Got him. Got him. He's good. He's good. He's good. Now, the only dilemma obviously becomes when you need three unstoppable overload and anti-barrier like when all three show up that's when you have to like work with your team to synergize because unless you want to run double primary again you might not have to do that though you could run overload on your sword they are opening it up you could run overload on your sword and then you could and then you could run a uh an smg because the smg could run no i'm sorry um you could run a sidearm. A sidearm would be able to switch between unstoppable... Um, no, I'm sorry. Unstoppable is only on hand cannons. Yeah, they really pigeonhole you a little bit here. I was just thinking you could be able to run all three without running double primary, but you can't. You'd have to run anti-barrier... You'd have to run Ariana's Vow. So a sword, Ariana's Vow, and then a hand cannon with unstoppable, and you'd have all three, and you wouldn't be running double primary. So that right now is the go-to role. If you don't have to worry about, I might have to just start doing that. I just realized I won't have to switch anything if I'm just always running that build. The frustrating thing about that is I think Sunshot's really fun right now with Warmind Cells. So again, I feel like the systems are conflicting with each other. I feel like the systems are conflicting with each other. I can't run the Sunshot and enjoy the Wrath of Rasputin Warmind Cell mod because I got to run Ariana's Vow so I always have Anti-Barrier. Solar Melee as well for Unstoppable. That's my go-to. Yeah, I suppose you could do that. Solar Melee ability stagger. Yeah, but you have to have the Melee ability ready. That's my anti-champion build. Yeah. Infinity's Instant Overload. Again, I think the system is smart. I think it needs to be implemented in a way that's less painful. You, You have to make so many changes to interact with one enemy. I go through an area and there's one unstoppable ogre and look at all the changes and disruption to my loadout you make me do because there's one unstoppable ogre. 
Don't you see how silly that is? It's like, it's it's one enemy, and I gotta uproot my entire loadout. And since I'm uprooting my entire loadout, I'm likely gonna be changing my armor and my mods as well. I think we I think we do. I think we need them to refine it and give us a little bit more freedom on it because right now it's so intrinsically restrictive. You end up changing your entire loadout for what amounts to like a, we- a, a an enemy, one captain, one ogre. It's a cheap way to keep things difficult. No, 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 no. I disagree with that. I like the idea of saying there are enemies in this content and you need certain weapons to deal with them. I actually really like that as a pain point idea. I think it's creative. I don't think it's lazy at all. Leviathan's breath has built in unstoppable. There's another one, isn't there? Doesn't, um... Uh, uh, well no wasn't the symmetry doing it like by mistake I think the symmetry was doing it by mistake wasn't it and then they got rid of it Uh, doesn't devil's ruin do it when you do the laser yeah devil's ruin has unstoppable yeah 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 yep I always forget about devil's ruin devil's ruin's saucy it's a shame it's kinetic I wish it was an energy weapon it would make your it would really make your loadouts function a little bit better uh DeLorean uh if this system is implemented do you think Bungie would deem it necessary to slow down the grind to a thousand level item due to the fact that once it's acquired there would be no point to grind after it I already addressed this that once you hit max level there should be new grinds that unlock for you so getting to max level quickly is not a problem that opens up a whole new thing for you Tom, confused on something. Would your idea on slot leveling remove the level on the guns? No, it would be there. It would just like the guns would take on the level of the slot. Unless they had been sunset, they would be locked at their cap. Remorse 91. What's the likelihood Bungie will implement this? Is this something other games have done? Destiny takes a lot of inspiration from other RPGs and MMOs. Well, as I've said, I think something like this is on the way because the game already views you that way internally in the background it's already viewing you as if slot leveling was a thing so yoda's uh yoda says bungie has stated that they don't want to touch exotics for when it comes to weapon retirement no that's not what they said they said for now the plan is legendaries first they made it sound as if they would eventually get to exotics you think keeping infusion on exotics will enhance their power and usage or will the problem of leveling to the game? I think exotics will likely be sunset as well eventually. Um. So you 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 would uh you, you, I think they're going to do this to exotics and the example I always give is the touch of malice. Touch of malice should have been sunset not nerfed but they nerfed it because sunsetting wasn't even a concept back then. Touch of Malice, if it had been sunset, it always would have been the go-to weapon anytime you ran King's Fall. If you were running King's Fall during during Age of Triumph, it would have been a totally fine weapon to use. Everybody pivoted away from it because it got nerfed. It got nerfed because sunsetting was was a need back then. Why sunset exotic weapons? Because they wouldn't have to nerf them. You wouldn't have to nerf things like the Touch of Malice. You wouldn't have to nerf things like the Izanagi's Burden. It would have its day in the sun, it'd be a go-to weapon for DPS, and then it'd get sunset. Whisper of the Worm, Izanagi's Burden, Touch of Malice, uh, Sleeper. How many exotics are we going to see come in to just bask in the sunlight, and then it gets nerfed and sits in your frickin' vault anyway? 
Think about it. You're not using so many exotics because sunsetting should be in place. And then, if you happen to go back to that old content just for the fun of it, or maybe you're just trying to grind it, or Bungie does something to make it worth your while again, you go back to that older, lower level content, you could use those items. You could be like, oh yeah, this is still the best weapon for this fight. The King's Fall Orcs fight is still good to use Touch of Malice. Even though it got sunset, it doesn't matter. It's still a god tier weapon here, and it's still strong enough to work here. Being sunset's worse than a nerf. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because sunsetting, I still pull out the weapon and it's still awesome in certain places. Nerfing it, it just goes into the vault and I don't touch it. How is sunset worse than a nerf? Bruh. I would have still been able to use... I didn't use it, but people could have still been able to use Touch of Malice and King's Fall. Instead, it got nerfed and everybody vaulted it. You literally won't have the option to use a gun Bungie worked hard to create. Well, now you're misrepresenting sunsetting and thus making an b- invalid argument because you're you're basically being incorrect about sunsetting. Sunsetting just means you can no longer infuse it, infuse it, which means it's no longer endgame viable. You can still use the, the gun. Saying you don't have the option to use the gun is literally, in the most literal way, it's false. You lose the option to use it in something current. Again, false. You could use it in current stuff right now. There are current there are current activities. Listen, this is one of the reasons why I argue the public event shouldn't have been 980. Sun, sundial would have you would have been able to use sunset weapons in Sundial. You would have been able to. Relevant content, meat and potatoes content, you could have used sunset weapons in Sundial cuz sunset we, uh, Sundial was not end game uh, stuff. Sun, the the Sundial was not End game, end game power level. So it's not false. Sundial was the relevant content to the season of dawn, and you would have been able to run that with sunset weapons. Now, if you want to go into a grandmaster nightfall or the brand new raid or a dungeon, yeah, your fifteen month old weapon can't go in there anymore. But what's the difference? They nerfed the touch of malice, so nobody used touch of malice anymore. We didn't even take it into Kingsfall anymore. And you're going to try and argue that's better than sunsetting it? Sunsetting it, to actually use your own argumentation against you, sunsetting it would have left the weapon as an option in its contextual area. Its context is Kingsfall. I can still use Touch of Malice in Kingsfall. I can't take it in Wrath of the Machine and create insane damage thresholds. Instead, they nerf it and everybody vaults it. You think that's better. The gun just gets vaulted. It's a nerf without having to nerf the, an item directly. I think you're looking at this backwards, dude. Nobody used nobody used Touch of Malice anymore, except well, they use it in the sisters' fight. Nobody used Touch of Malice for the ogres anymore in the in the King's Fall fight. We all vaulted it. Everybody put it away because they nerfed it. If they would have sunset it, it still would have been used during Age of Triumph. It still would have been used when people decided to run King's Fall. Most most people don't go back and do old raids these days. Well, that's not really relevant to what I'm saying, though. If the seasonal content is structured the way that I think it should be structured, the way that it did in Season of Dawn, there was a thresh, there was a structure of the new content. There was the Sundial event. You would be able to play the brand new Sundial event with anything that's been sunset. Why? Because it wasn't an endgame activity. But if you want to go into Trials of Osiris, Iron Banner, a raid, or a dungeon that's brand new, you can't use you know, 13-month-old guns, you're going to have to try to find some new stuff. It's Truds. 
if the game wasn't so bounty focused right now, would leveling still be seen as an issue? Um, I, I, if if everything was balanced, probably not. Well, no, I think leveling would still be seen as an issue because of bad RNG. Astrovir, are there negative aspects to slot leveling to consider? No, because I I don't think it's negating any grind at all. Now, the only grind it negated is the one that people brought up a little bit ago. was like, oh, I still need to run milestones to get infusion fodder. I would not say that's a value point. I would say that's kind of stupid to be like, oh, you have to go run milestones and hopefully you get a a pair of boots because you really want to have a couple of different boot options in your loadout and then you don't get boots. If I earn max level, I'm max level. I shouldn't have to go through all these weird hoops and hurdles to, to, to have diversity in my loadout at max level that's that any other game that's not how it works jedi knight kaleeb do you think that it would be a good idea to have your slot level make all of your weapons and gear in the slot become the power of your highest gunner gear you've described slot leveling that's literally what it is sage once you get to the power cap isn't the real grind chasing random rolls on guns Yeah, that's why we had the idea of a rotating target farm a little bit ago. Daily target farm. BMO. We have a couple of exotics that have champion utility, but do you think that they will rework some others? I have no idea if they're going to rework others to have it intrinsic. I don't know. It seems like they were experimenting with the idea, and it slipped through the cracks by accident because Symmetry um, was doing it, and then they took it away. I would honestly ask people to not submit any more questions, please. We've, we're, we're, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna try and fly through these because we're gonna be playing with pure chill in a little bit. If we have slot leveling, should artifact leveling stay the same? I don't think the two are related. I think artifact leveling is fine as bonus level to kind of give you something else going on just from playing. If you don't feel like focusing on milestones or backfilling and all those other things, uh, what if Destiny followed the MMO route of item leveling that removed infusion altogether? We've already discussed item leveling, like individual items, set activities, drop set power level items. If you want higher level, you have to work your way up to the higher level activities. It fixes the sunsetting issue with items, also the infusion problem. Your power level of 1,000 items may entirely be different than your power level thought. No, I'm not engaging with that. You're trying to bring in some other game, and then you're just doing thoughts. Like, let me, out, let me, let me outline some elaborate system from another game and ask you your thoughts on it. That's not what question answer is for. Is the frustration more from access of upgrade modules or drops at your level? I'm Destiny Rich because I mainly use Glimmer to upgrade dupe gear, all powerfuls, and not Nightfall exotics drop at max level when you hit the pinnacle cap. It's just a freaking headache, dude. It's just a headache. I don't even try a lot of different builds because I have to do so much tedious infusion homework to do it. It's a freaking headache, man. I don't want to do it. And I don't think Bungie wants infusion to be a hurdle anymore. It's why they hand you so many upgrade modules just for playing because I don't think they want you to feel that pain anymore. They're trying to remove that pain is is the impression that I get from them. Uh, where do you think they're going with Destiny? That's not really a question. Ecal. I know this might be a potential nightmare, but would you entertain the possibility of enemies leveling up like in God of War? E.g. mini-boss to a champion rubber? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did something like this in Borderlands as well. Um, I'm not against the idea. It could certainly be kind of neat to suddenly have, like, a, a knight go from a red bar to an orange to a yellow then he grows and he's like a mini boss that certainly would be cool I mean that's how uh, the mini bosses are that anyway they're just bigger versions of the enemies we already fight I don't know if that if if that's a huge need I mean I'm not against the idea it certainly would be cool it's Rondo first off do you have an issue with data miners leaking future content no second are you or others bothered by the leaks willing 
uh, to give up third-party apps and Bungie heavily encrypt their game mode. Oh, oh, so you're saying if people are bothered by the leaks, so they want to give up their third-party apps. Yeah, because a lot of the stuff just, a lot of the data mines are just people using the API. <laughs> like, hey, there's a catalyst in the game for the the the, uh, the outbreak perfected. I wonder what that's about. That happened that one time, right? Like, we just, oh yeah, the outbreak's in the game. Um, I, I don't have a problem with it. Skyrim Mage. Do you think overload captains teleport too often? Yeah, I think they're terrible. I think all enemies could afford to have cooldowns on their abilities. Whether it's teleporting minotaurs, teleporting captains, knights keep putting their shields up. Every time I do a reload cycle on a knight, sometimes I feel like he puts his little shield up. Um, I just think there should be cooldowns on their abilities. I don't think there's a reason to let them spam their stuff. You don't let us do it. Why Why can they do it? I can't keep putting up rally barricades and rifts as much as I freaking want to. There's a limit. And so I think, I think there should be a cooldown. They should be in the world the way that we're in the world. They have guns that shoot so fast, so far, and do so much damage. They have reload. Uh, they have little dodge and little movements that they can do to get out of the line of sight. And then they have abilities. And I think their abilities should have cooldowns. Ecow. How much dev time would you guess is being spent on next gen? No idea. Uh, Kaladin. How would slot leveling affect players with multiple characters? As it stands now, you can transfer weapons. Slot leveling already exists across characters. I take my weapons over, and the weapons I earned on my Titan raise the power level of my Warlock. So slot leveling is already in the background in the game right now. Uh, Ranthop. You don't even actually have to move the guns, by the way. If you have a thousand level gun on your one character, it's it views your other character as if he has that thousand level gun. Your slots are being viewed as if they're at max equipable. Ranthop. Given Bungie's resources, how easily could they do away with infusion in favor of slot leveling? What happens to the planetary materials? We've already addressed planetary materials, and what I just said is related to your question. It's already in the background. The game already views you as if that's the reality. You earned a thousand level heavy weapon, and the game views you as if that slot's a thousand now. It does. It views you as if it's equipped. So when it drops your milestone or your prime ingram, it views you as if all highest equipable stuff is on your character at that time. It's already in the game. I just, they just need to connect the dots, basically. It might be more complicated than I'm making it, but the game logistically views you as if slot leveling is a thing already. Jay Lugan. Looking back on infusion was a fix to the problem in D1, replacing the etheric light leveling from House of Wolves. Now that the loot variety has become so vast, it seems that it was once a solution has now become a problem. That's a good summary. So would removing infusion entirely be a viable option? Yes, that's exactly what I'm advocating for. And I think you touched on a zoom out picture of why it's needed. I have so much stuff. Even with sunsetting, you're still going to have a giant swath of potential weapons to mess around with every time. You're going to come around to a season and 20 something weapons are going to get sunset. Everything else is still usable and equipable. Then you got to think about armor and the different affinities. You might have a machine gun build for PVE and then you have a different build for PVP and you got to have all these different pieces of armor leveled up and infused. Uh, That's just annoying. It's just, it's just, it just isn't needed anymore. Sergeant Chappie. What is the true point of leveling in this game other than unlocking content and feeling truly more powerful? I mean, leveling never makes you feel more powerful in any other game. Every other game does this. People always ask this question. They're like, what's the point? Just gate you out of content. Yeah, you mean like Borderlands, Diablo, Division, uh, World of Warcraft. Like, isn't that how they all do it? <laughs> like, they all do it that way. Like, you level to get into the other content. Leveling's always been that way. It's that way in this genre. Heavy. 
I enjoy the idea of slot leveling, but wouldn't that also possibly put us back to the idea of too easy to level? I think with slot leveling, we would have to have a larger gap each season, like 50... No, you're already leveling as if slot leveling is a thing. I can't stress this enough. Leveling wouldn't be easier. You level up right now in the context of slot leveling, and people are already complaining that leveling is too easy. I don't think... I don't think that leveling is it needs to be painful. It shouldn't be painful. You should just be able to level and enjoy the content. Right now, the biggest problem with leveling is that you can play for 10 hours and I can play for 10 hours and you can level up significantly more efficiently than me based purely on RNG. We can do the same thing. We can backfill. We can diligently make sure we always check our boxes before cracking a milestone or a prime. And when we do that, you can level up faster than me because if I get three pairs of gauntlets in a row and you get all of the Goldilocks drops I need boots, got boots, I need a helmet, got a helmet I need a heavy, got a heavy, if you get all the Goldilocks drops and I get trash RNG we put in the same amount of time and you level up faster than me, why? luck that's terrible that's a terrible way for leveling to be experienced leveling's better than it's ever been, it's faster than it's ever been, but I still don't think it should function in that way it would just allow build flexibility and diversity. Oh, my friend said Sunshot's really awesome with this Wrath of Rasputin mod. Let me try this out in the next Nightfall. Oh, shoot. I don't have anything to infuse my Sunshot with. Well, I guess I won't try this out. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's like, oh, dude, I heard this arc build's really crazy. Let me run this arc build and let me change some things on my weapons. Well, I'm going to switch my armor around. Up. Oh, Never mind, I don't have enough armor pieces to infuse these pieces of armor, so I guess I won't try out that new build. It's the same principle that we applied to Charge with Light. To try to experiment with Charge with Light, you are going to need to do a handful of things. Number one, you are going to need all the new armor to drop. You are going to need that armor to have a good enough stat lean to justify raising its energy levels with your valuable currencies that you've saved up enhancement cores, enhancement prisms and ascendant shards and then after leveling them all the way up now, now you are ready to experiment with charge with light that's why nobody experimented with charge with light I just described to you like weeks of a grind to fiddle around with something that you may or may not like so you, you may or may not like running Sunshot with Wrath of Rasputin. You may or may not like trying out this new weapon and this new combination from the artifact. And in order to do that and try that out in power-enabled environments like Trials or anywhere else, you have to infuse stuff, which means you have to have infusion fodder, you have to have upgrade modules on you, and you feel like you're just completely investing in a risk. You're like, ah, forget it. That's what I did the other day. I was like... I could bring this over, I could do this, I could do that, but then I got to infuse it. Once I infuse that, well, now I got to change my boots because I'm wearing, I'm using this and I need this armor affinity. So I'm going to have to change my boots and my chest piece. And when I do that, I'm going to want to infuse that too because I want to say at the power level of the legendary lost sector, oh, freaking forget it. It's a five minute grind. Why am I doing all this? And I just went into the legendary lost sector and I ignored it. I didn't even fiddle around with the build suggestions somebody came up with. Why are you trying out new builds in Nightfall or Dio and Strikes? That's where regular strikes and builds. Diaz, that's the exact context where you should be trying out new builds. People always make this argument. I don't need the new stuff. I don't need the new stuff. The content's too easy. 
okay, the best place to go and try the new builds to see if they're strong enough, to see if they're influential enough, isn't some place where you're overleveled and wrecking everything. If I really want to see the viability of a really good Warmind build, I have to go in somewhere where I'm at Delta, so I feel the pain of being like, oh, this is a thousand, this is a thousand thirty. It's what, what am I going to test a build in the public space or a lost sector? Everything dies instantly. I used to do that. I'd be like, oh, this gun feels amazing. People are like, Lono, you're in a lost sector. Go try that somewhere else. <laughs> of course you're not. That's not a good place to test anything. Renown res. But how will it work for armor or other characters? Example, a hunter has a 1,010 slot. Would my titan have a 2? No, 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 no. You'd still have to do some leveling. It wouldn't just automatically raise the level of all characters. We gotta fly through these last questions so I can go play with uh, Pure Chill. This is a long ago and I do apologize, but do you think Bungie introduced this system it would be to cause for them to make powerful, more grindy? No, absolutely not. They've made leveling and infusion cheaper and cheaper and easier and easier. I think they're continuing to erode on that idea that it should take a long time to level or use the stuff that you want. What should take a long time? Getting god rolls. That's what should take a long time. Min-maxing your armor loadout to a perfect build that's what should take a long time leveling what having being able to use the guns that i want what that shouldn't be grindy and painful that was dumb after forsaken and the streamers that advocated for it that they're not advocating for it anymore they don't even play the game uh codex well i could easily see slot level ups being awarded randomly on a drop what would you think of players being able to specifically choose the slot that it gets powered we don't want to overreact Okay, I think we can overreact to leveling and ask for too much agency. Nope, boots is my lowest. Let me grab boots, right? No, 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 no. I would want there to be some level of boots would be the best drop for me, but everything, like I've said, smart RNG should just protect me from terrible drops. I should still get a drop that helps, but it shouldn't always be the absolute best drop. That's too much control. That's an overreaction, I think. Go test your min-max synergized build based on around X number of champion types, certain match game shields, and the director strike that has none of that. That's my point. Exactly. Exactly, Eugene. It's like, you want to go in the hard areas where all the negative modifiers are active, where all the champions are, to see if your new build even has a flow or a rhythm. Is it even synergistic? Is it even going to work? I don't want to test this stuff out in garbage content that's easy that you can beat with blue weapons. Uh... Emma, 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 Emma Dragoon. Why can't Bungie just get rid of blue, green, and white weapons and armor instead of the drop pool engrams as just legendaries? Well, I don't know. And whites and greens don't drop anymore. Heavy. Do you think the loot grind would be more rewarding if Bungie took the Borderlands approach to then they made the rain loot with the new weapon and purples were literally every perk of the weapon type? That's... I, this is in Borderlands, so I don't think you can do that. I, I don't think we want to go down that road. I think they've got a good loot system in place. They need better perks. They need, you know, obviously they need to update the weapons. I think we need a weapons 2.0 moment, but we don't need Borderlands loot explosions. Generosity is good, but we don't need loot explosions. I don't need 18 guns on the ground, and I'm like, like I don't know. I feel like the end of Season of Dawn was absurd. Like that, what the the amount of weapon turnover we got at the end of Season of Dawn, I don't think is is a good. I just don't think that's a good system. You're literally just clicking buttons, going for a god roll. Like I don't want to beat a boss and come over twenty eight shotguns to be like, oh, is the good one here? Like that's just too many. Atheist boy, should we be able to select the masterwork we have on other weapons? I think we should be able to change masterwork. Yes, just like we change affinity on weapons, make it kind of costly, but yes. 
Ranthop. Would it be better to have more consumables or bounties for targeting farming loot? Uh, I'm not going to disagree with this, but I think there's probably better avenues for targeting loot, not more consumables, not more currency. Coming up with the season of the summer, how do you think that the season will launch or play out due to the staff being at home? No idea. I'm not really speaking on those speculative questions. There's no reason to. I pooted. Couldn't they make the champion mods armor mods rather than weapon mods? Then you could have your mods equipped and you don't have to worry about changing mods. That's why I think it should just be on the artifact, homie. I don't even think you should have to put it on your armor. I've unlocked unstoppable hand cannons. Any hand cannon I use has got unstoppable on it. It should just be a passive. It's a passive. It's just on the artifact. I think that's how it should work. And then it's toggleable. So if I can have a weapon that's both overload or anti-barrier, I can just hold down X and toggle the passive that's presently active on that weapon. I think that would be significantly better than mods. X-Man. Isn't this a sign of a bigger issue? Isn't the issue that Bungie can't create synergies in their systems? It's obvious that their teams don't talk to each other. Listen, you're saying that it's obvious that they can't create synergies disagree they're simply failing to I think they can and I think in some respects they have made changes to create better synergies you can't say Doesn't, isn't it obvious they can't do it isn't it obvious they don't talk to each other okay well couldn't they have better inter, inter, interdepartmental communication to solve this problem like I think they can create synergies you can't assert the problem that they'll, they'll, they'll never get it done. They'll never get it right. I think they can, and they have, in some respects, fixed some of these lack of synergies and lack of, you know, whether it's the bounty synergies on the Vanguard or anything else. I think over time they have gotten better about this kind of stuff. So that's plenty of questions. We're going to be transitioning to me playing some uh, Crucible with Pure Chill. So stick around from that. I had a lot of fun yesterday. It might get pretty painful with skill-based matchmaking. He's worried about cheaters. We might have to like hide when we're matching, but that's what we're going to be doing. So don't go anywhere. If you've enjoyed this back and forth in Q&A session, don't forget to follow the channel. Click the follow button and turn on notifications so you don't miss out on all the things that's happening. I'll be shoutcasting more trials tomorrow on the split-screen casting desk, the new show that I launched. If you're listening in all the other locations, you can always come in live. Say no to rage.com. And as always, please like, share, and subscribe.